Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. Jill, the weather is turning a little bit chilly and it's darker. I know we talked about this probably the last several weeks. That also gives me just pause for when my feelings are jumbled and in my head and taking time to sort through them so that it's not overwhelming. Sometimes I, especially when the seasons are changing and we're getting into fall and winter, I, I have a feel that it's just, I, I get in these highly emotional states and I'm certain that I'm really not highly emotional. I just am not taking time to really think and carefully discern what it is that I'm feeling. So it seems like my emotions are on high. Yeah, I think this time of year, we're not outside as long. Mm-hmm. And we're not as social either. So true. Because when you are outside, you're seeing more people, you're saying hi to neighbors, mm-hmm. you're taking a walk, you're taking a bike ride. And so we kind of close into ourselves a little bit. So true. And yeah. when we spend time with ourselves, that's a time when we can get the best of it with our emotions and our thoughts mm-hmm. and go down a little bit on the joy meter. Right. And you'd think after, you know, a good 49 years of these change of seasons, I would have figured that out that, right, everything does have a season and we do work through these emotional states But yet, I do often find myself this time of year when it does slow down, when we aren't as social, when the quiet is there. That's when I'm like, whoa, what have I, have I really been missing? Am I really not in tune? But I think it is also, so like I love a good spring cleaning. Well, I think in the fall, it's like when you're ready, getting ready to hibernate, right? And so you do turn inward. And so I think we want to explore Hidden hurt tonight. Good topic. Right? Good topic because we hibernate mm-hmm. at this time and we kind of cozy up. Mm-hmm. And it might be a time when all of the things that are hidden kind of bubble up a little bit. Right. Come to the surface. And I love that you were talking about, you know, well, duh, Casey. We slow down and we're not seeing as many people. And yes, the days are shorter. And that's it too, because I think we move so quickly through our days and sometimes even our interactions with people. And when we're not slowing down, when we're almost forced to, then it's, it can be this brick wall that you hit like, holy cow, what, what do I have in store for me today? Because uh, something's going on and I need to figure it out. Yeah, you can only push things down on the inside so far. Mm -hmm. And I always say, you can't keep that poison inside. Right. It has to come out. And that's where you have those hidden hurts. Mm -hmm. And when you keep pushing that down, there's a root cause for it. For sure. And sometimes we're not ready to face it. Right. And then when you have that quiet time... And it becomes overwhelming, that's a big signal. Hey, this poison has to get out. Right, because that poison, when it sits there and festers for too long, you're going to step right into bitterness and resentment. 
and you're just going to rob yourself of the joys that life has to offer you. And it really is a, a matter of simply pausing, reflecting, and figuring out where that hurt is coming from. So what do you think, where do, where do some of those root causes come from? Like where are we getting and why are we staying in the hurt that we have? I think sometimes it's because we play the blame game. Mm -hmm. It's easy to blame someone and say that person hurt me and we like to stay and stew in that. And, you know, when you talk about resentment and you stew in that bitterness and resentment, it's really like a self-torture. It's a self-imposed prison. Right. And so nobody wants to stay in that self-imposed prison. Mm -mm. And so we like to blame people. And it's also easier to stuff it down in there because self-reflection and emotional introspective thinking, it takes time. And it can be so exhausting. Absolutely exhausting. You you can be physically Mm -hmm. exhausted as you work through these things. And sometimes it's it's a timing, too, as to why we stay in this hurt. Right. You know, we're not ready to face it. Mm-hmm. We want to ignore it. Right. Um, we're not ready. We don't want to move on. Yes. We want everyone to be in our hurtful pity mm-hmm. that we are having for ourselves. And sometimes that's hard to be in with someone else. I think about how the past is a lot more comforting because it's known. Even though it may not be the place where we want to stay, we'll go back to it. We'll just keep repeating things from our past because we probably haven't repaired things. We haven't repaired that hurt because we haven't identified where it's coming from. And I think also the unknown of what the future holds is scary. So we'll just stay pretty comfy in the past or you know I call it recycling it is recycling Mm -hmm. because you're going to get the same Mm -hmm. the same ride it's the same ride over and over but you know what's happening you're not going to have any seatmates every time you get on that ride people that are there to support you initially they want to help you they want to support you they're going to fall off that ride because they're kind of like hey you know what Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let you steal my peace my joy right you know, this is something that only you and you alone have to walk through. I cannot do it for you. I will show you tools. Yep. I will give you resources. Right. At that point, it's up to you to determine, am I going to move forward into this scary unknown, mm-hmm. unknown chapter? Sure. Or am I going to stay in my misery and hurt? Right. Why? Why would you stay back there? And I don't know why anyone says that misery loves company because I don't believe it does. I think misery begets misery. (laughs) Uh, And maybe that's it. Maybe miserable people love the company. But for me, it becomes more and more challenging to help someone who won't help themselves. And it's not that I don't have time or energy or empathy. It's that... You're absolutely right, Jill. The work has to be done by each person. And when that willingness stops, it's really hard to then, again, stay with that person to be in it. I think sometimes we also stay in the hurt uh, because 
There's shame associated with asking for help. There's guilt associated with asking for help. And somehow there's this admitting that we've done something wrong. And I say, yeah, you better admit it. Because again, what we're not repairing, we're destined to repeat. And so I do think that that's part of it. Is we stay in that hurt because we don't we don't want to. We're not willing to ask for the help that's needed to get out of it. Yeah, and it's that to me is where you're on a very slippery slope because the longer you stay in that hurt, the more your mental health is affected, which of course is affecting your physical health, and you're on a slippery slope of feeling alone Mm -hmm. and understanding that this is your life it's your responsibility right that is where we need to wake up and decide how do I want to live right and I think that leads us right into how do we get to the root cause of the of that hidden hurt how are we identifying it so that we can move through it So, of course, you know, we never like to just lay out all the bad and not provide some positives or even some steps. You and I are not counselors. We do not have degrees in psychology or psychiatry. Not even close. Right? We just have a lot of learned experiences that this is why we do what we do because we want to share them. So, Jill, I think one of the ways that we move through it, that we identify where that root cause lies is to be brave and just take off the masks that we're putting on that keep us from truly identifying what is going on, what are we feeling, where is it coming from. It's showing courage and bravery to rip that mask off, not pretend, and get real with ourselves. Yeah, and I heard a wonderful quote today. Healing out loud is for the benefit of others as well. Right? So understand that when you're doing this and you're doing this hard work, Mm -hmm. people are taking notice Mm -hmm. and you are actually an example for someone else. Right. You know, but to share that and you know, none of us are without fault. None Mm -hmm. of us are perfect. Right. So to humble yourself and realize that I am a person with feelings, with flaws, Mm -hmm. that I can overcome, take responsibility and accountability, that's huge. Right. And I think that leads to living out loud, right? Like showing up daily, being present, being intentional in what we're doing. And that that involves celebrating all the happiness, but also healing all that hurt. You got to put it all out there. I used to think uh, pretty small-minded that when others were telling their stories, it was they wanted sympathy or, you know, they're putting out all their business. Why would anyone put their business out there? But I think as we all get older, and I would say that's like, you know, teenager and early 20s, Casey, definitely not today's Casey. But I think as we do get older, we find that value in sharing the hurt and sharing our process and our learning and our growing because it may be the example that someone else needs. It may be the inspiration to be courageous. It may be the little push that, oh, I am not the only person in the world that has ever experienced this. 
maybe I too can take a couple of steps forward. Absolutely. That, you know, releasing yourself Mm -hmm. from your own prison is so freeing. Right. And the fact that all you can do is go forward. Right. There is absolutely nothing in the past that you have to be chained to. Right. You just move forward and people can see that lightning behind you. Right. And you are realizing that what has happened, I've learned from it. Mm-hmm. I've taken accountability. I've taken responsibility. And I'm moving in a direction that is only for the good. Right. When we talk about owning that and being responsible for your own hurt, the role that you played in that hurt, I think that's critical. And also being cognizant of your reactions to other people and if that is coming from the past. If you have triggers that you know, wow, I have not let go of that hurt or that anger or that negative energy around a past trauma, being cognizant of that is a good step to say, okay, I know I have some work to do. At least I recognize I am watching, I am seeing, and that's on me. That, that is my reaction. That has nothing to do with who I'm interacting with or what they bring to the table. That is all on me, and I'm just having a reaction. That's coming from my past, and I need to do a little bit of work on that. Yeah, misplacing your emotions mm-hmm. is not fair. Mm-hmm. It's immature. <laughs> it is. And we can't ignore, wish something away, abuse something to try to escape. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. It doesn't. It has to... But the time to heal has to happen. You have to want it mm-hmm. and put the work into it and realize everybody around you has been wounded. Right. And we're still walking. That's and it. And we're walking forward. That's it. And I think along with that, you have to be mature enough not to keep score. Not to say, well, you did this or you did that or I've been wronged and this is you know, where I'm coming from. Just as you said, Jill, right, we all have hurt. We all have some of those scary things that we're bringing right along with us, just like, you know, it's a favorite guest coming to dinner, just welcoming it at the table. But if we can stop and say, no, I got I just got to let that go. Mm-hmm. I really need to release that because I do feel what you said earlier about nobody wants to stay in that hurt with you. Mm-mm. So if you're bringing that with you, man... You're keeping score. You're doing tit for tat. Mm-mm. You are not helping yourself or allowing others to sit around and help you. So how do we get to a place of healing? That, I think, is the biggest thing because I think that's where we want to go. We want to reclaim that peace. We want inner conflict gone. <laughs> we mm-hmm. want a sense of happiness. We want that joy back in our lives, and I think that You know, these are just some of those steps that you can take so that you're not crossing over into bitterness and resentment because you haven't figured out the root cause of that hurt. 
Yeah. Do the work. Mm -hmm. Go to the root cause. Have self-control. Self-control is freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, your time that you spend on yourself is always an investment. Absolutely. I think, too, when we look at it that way, there's so much growth to be had in the lessons that we're learning. And that gets us to a life that is sustainable, that is joyful, it's happy, it's fulfilling. We're living with intention and we're getting to moving past that healing out loud to living out loud fully. Yes, that's the goal. Right. Live out loud, be you, mm-hmm. why you were created, and give it all back that's to it. the world. Absolutely. With that, we're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two... G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.